0: You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM with Mankiran Adjala. November is Diabetes Awareness Month, and we are now speaking to Dr. Akshay Jain, an endocrinologist working in Vancouver, on the importance of this month, management, and how treatments have changed over time. Dr. Jain, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you, Mankiran, for having me again.
0: Let's talk about the significance of Diabetes Awareness Month. How important is it to have this month?
1: I think it's absolutely crucial. Um, Diabetes is one of those conditions which we call a silent killer. Uh, Unfortunately, not everybody with diabetes uh, always experiences symptoms, and often it just flies under the radar and gets undiagnosed. So it's really crucial that we create more awareness about this condition. The challenge with diabetes is uh, the blood sugars by itself may not cause any uh, symptoms as such, but when the sugars are very high or very low, it can lead to a whole gamut of different uh, complications such as heart attacks, strokes, kidney damage, blindness, and so on and so forth.
0: And one thing you mentioned that I thought was very fascinating is you said the symptoms aren't always obvious. Not everybody gets symptoms. So let's talk about what are the signs to watch out for?
1: That's a great question. So if an individual is having high blood sugars, they may sometimes experience symptoms such as increased thirst, uh, frequent urination, uh, blurriness of vision, constant fatigue, irritability, um, sometimes it may also manifest with uh, symptoms of, uh, you know, weakness uh, or uh, symptoms that could be suggestive of uh, stroke, such as focal uh, abnormalities and movements in some part of the body. So a whole gamut of different symptoms, really.
0: And just how many Canadians are impacted by diabetes?
1: So a conservative estimate is that about 10 to 11% of Canadians have been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, which is the commonest type of diabetes. Um, But a lot of experts estimate that nearly two times that number might be living with undiagnosed diabetes. So because they haven't really gotten their blood sugars tested or gone to their family doctor for routine examination, they might be living with diabetes and not even know about it.
0: Now, Dr. Jam, particularly in the South Asian community, diabetes seems to be prevalent. Why is that?
1: Yeah, that's a really good point that you mentioned here, Manjiram, because uh, certain ethnicities are at a higher risk of developing diabetes. Uh South Asians for instance, uh for instance, uh, not only do they get diabetes about 10 years earlier than uh people uh, that are of other ethnicities, but also the complications of diabetes are much more intense in people of South Asian origin. Uh, one reason for, so it's multifactorial. Uh, some of the reasons include that, uh, when South Asians tend to gain weight, uh, we tend to gain it in the, uh, belly region. So it's, we call that visceral adiposity. Visceral means the organs of the body, and adiposity means the tendency to gain weight or fat tissue. Um, and when we gain weight, it's predominantly in, uh, organs such as the liver, the pancreas, and when that happens, Uh, Unfortunately, our thermostat in the body that regulates blood sugars, uh, that thermostat kind of gets broken. Uh, Some other reasons are uh, predominantly in an urban setting, uh, you know, certain ethnicities or skilled laborers, right, in Canada, for instance, uh, uh, South Asians that uh, immigrate uh, to Canada might be more sedentary. Uh, Stress levels could be higher. Uh, Sleep is often impacted. And a big, big role is... uh, the diets that we consume. So predominantly South Asian diet is very rich in carbohydrates uh, or sugars uh, and uh, less so in protein and fiber.
0: Mm. Now, Dr. Jan, let's say you've got family members who have diabetes or it runs in your family. I mean, what are some steps one can take?
1: Yeah, so diabetes is a condition that manifests with both uh, nature and nurture. So the nature part is the genetics. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, if there is family members in uh, your family with diabetes, then your own risk of developing diabetes can go up. And this may start even from the womb. Uh, so when pregnant women have diabetes, the baby is exposed to higher sugars and the baby's risk of developing diabetes as it grows up, um, may inherently be higher. So it starts right from that womb stage. Uh, the nurture part is also very important. So it's really important that, you know, uh, we as South Asians uh, enable our youngsters to break from the shackles of conditions like this, uh, so it's important that uh, we promote more physical activity, at least 30 minutes a day of moderate intensity physical activity. This can be just the simple stuff like walking, uh, increasing the protein and fiber intake in our diet, and reducing the intake of carbohydrates. So carbohydrates can be in roti, rice, bread, stuff like that, um, and then also ensuring that we get at least six to eight hours of sleep and we try to limit the uh, amount of mental stress and, you know, just overall healthy living is very crucial.
0: And Dr. Jen, you know, you being especially in this area, how much of the treatment of diabetes has changed over time?
1: Oh, it's changed phenomenally. So when we look at diabetes management, previously we were just very focused on blood sugars alone. Uh, and now we have realized that we need to move away from that approach. So newer diabetes medications uh, actually help us to not only control the blood sugars without causing low sugars, but they also help reduce the risk of heart attacks and strokes. Uh, one important development that has happened in the recent past is the way we have been monitoring our blood sugars. So, you know, historically, when we needed to check the sugars, it would involve painful techniques like pricking our finger, drawing blood, and using a test strip. But even then, we know only a snapshot of your sugar, you know, what the sugar is at that particular second. Uh, whereas now we've got very cool new technology uh, called continuous glucose monitoring devices. So we've got stuff like the Abbott Freestyle Libre, for instance, uh, which is a sensor that you wear on the skin and it monitors your sugars every minute continuously without you having to poke yourself and it also gives us the idea whether the sugars are on the way up or down so it really enables us to first of all leave a safer life with diabetes avoiding low sugars but also if we get a diabetes fingerprint so we can see how uniquely every food uh, affects our body because we are all individuals and very unique um, and it helps us make more behavioral changes.
0: Now, Dr. Jane, are we getting any closer to finding a cure to diabetes?
1: That's a great question. You know, right now, millions of Canadians and certainly, you know, hundreds of millions of people across the world also are affected by diabetes. uh, With type 2 diabetes, which is the commonest type of diabetes, Although there's no cure as such, uh, we have now come closer to understanding how we can put it into remission. So remission essentially means that the, the, the condition is controlled without requiring any medication. And Diabetes Canada recently put out a position statement where it guides us on how to get closer to remission. The best way uh, to put that diabetes into remission is by increasing, uh, so by essentially working on weight loss. And uh, even if we are able to get about a 10% weight loss, then it significantly uh, helps us come closer to its remission. Uh, one thing I really want to mention to your listeners is that diabetes is not something that happens overnight. So a lot of times diabetes may be preceded by something called borderline diabetes or pre-diabetes. And that really, Mankiran is the uh, window of opportunity that we have. So if somebody gets diagnosed with pre-diabetes there is still time where if we incorporate healthy living, uh, all the lifestyle changes that I mentioned, then we can prevent it from progressing to full-blown diabetes. And that's very crucial.
0: Dr. Jan, I want to thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. And is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go?
1: Uh yes absolutely I think that it, it has been far too long that we have been struggling with a condition like diabetes uh, which completely uh you know ravages different parts of the body and uh, conditions like this especially is where prevention is the key cure so i would encourage all your uh, listeners to try to incorporate healthy living every possible instance that they can for themselves as well as for their children in home because uh you know that nature and nurture part is very crucial so that uh especially we at south asian can uh, limit the progression in our community of conditions like this
0: you take care
1: thanks Mkhitaryan. you
0: too bye We just spoke to Dr. Akshay Jain, an endocrinologist working in Vancouver. We talked about how November is Diabetes Awareness Month. We talked about the importance of this month, management, and how treatments have changed over time. This is The Morning Buzz on Spice Radio. Stay right here.